You're listening to a word from the Lord, the podcast. My name is Pastor Michael E. Tong, and I serve as the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church right here in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. And I'm also a co-founder of a word from the Lord, Inc. And when you get an opportunity, I would love for you to visit our website at awftl with Dr. Michael and Kimberly Eton.org. AWF is uh, the initials for Word from the Lord, with spelled out, Dr. Michael and Kimberly Eton.org. And you can get to know our ministry and our vision. And in short, our vision is to share the Word of God with as many people as we can, and in many ways as we can, in Jesus' name. So if you'd like to support our ministry, after you listen to the message, God use uh, this message to touch and reach you in such a way that you would like to give. Uh, visit that website, AWFTL, with Dr. Michael McKimbleEton.org or call 1-855-510-1397. To announce that we will begin broadcasting on the first Sunday in June of 2023 on the Now Television Network. It's the second largest African-American television network. And it also is a satellite uh, also. And we're going to be broadcasting uh, throughout Europe. Uh, we heard in London, Paris, throughout that corridor, as well as all over Africa. So we are excited about joining the team at the Now Television Network. We're calling all of our prayer warriors to begin to intercede on behalf of the television program that God would use it in mighty and awesome ways to impact the body of Christ not only in America we'll be heard in America but all around the world so we want to thank you in advance for praying and now we're going to take you to the Bethlehem Baptist Church where I do serve as the senior pastor and today we're going to share a message from the Unlikely series entitled, You, A Unlikely Story. You, A Unlikely Story. We're going to be looking at Jeremiah 29, 11. And now, without any further ado, let's get into the Word. two announcements. Uh, we are excited to ring in the new year at, with Ecclesia tonight at 10 p.m. And all those who can still come out. Let me say that again. The older I get, the harder it is <laughs> for me to come out. <laughs> uh, but those who are led by God and are able, we look to All see right. you tonight Amen. at the Ecclesia Church, uh, Son in the Ministry, Reverend Bruce Ford. We're excited to be there tonight and excited to bring the word tonight. And we're uh, looking forward to bringing in uh, the new year right. right. Amen. Yes, Amen. And also, I want you to continue to pray. Uh, it happens after prayer, and we want to pray in the new year right. Amen. Amen. Right. Uh, so when you get to pass this prayer list on Tuesday, 
And want you to pray us on in. Amen. Amen. Amen and praise uh, the Lord. Amen. We're in the last series or sermon in a series that I've entitled The Unlikely Series. And throughout uh, this series, we took a look at all of the people that God used who were really unlikely people. Um, he was going to bring in his son and, and he prophesied that there would be one that would go before him and you would have thought that God would have chose a, a young couple. Uh, a woman of childbearing age, but we learned about uh, Zechariah and Elizabeth, both unlikely people to be parents of John uh, the baptizer, the one who would go before God. And then we saw Mary, and we call Mary unlikely um, because Mary... Uh, was young and she was a virgin. Right. And there has been no time in history before or since uh, that you would choose a virgin uh, to give birth to a child. Highly unlikely. Mm -hmm. John's birth was highly unlikely. Uh, Caesar's Augustus uh, uh, edict that sent Joseph back to Bethlehem was highly unlikely. Right. All of these people being used of God were unlikely people. Mm -hmm. Looked at Joseph, was an unlikely stepdad. Mm -hmm. And then Jesus. Uh, really, Jesus wasn't unlikely because he was God. You know, when you're God, anything's likely. Hello, somebody. And when you have God on your side, guess what? Anything is likely, and that's what we're going to talk about today, the you, a unlikely story. We're going to talk about you today. Um, and we're going to be looking at Jeremiah 29, 11, you, an unlikely story. And most of us know this scripture by heart that stand in reverence to the word of God. Let's stand symbolically saying that I will stand on the word of God for the year of 2024. And let's read this together out loud at the same time on three. One, two, three. For I know the plans and thoughts that I have for you, says the Lord. Plans for peace and well-being and not for disaster. Amen. You may be seated in the household of the Lord. Again, we're talking today about you. A unlikely story. And as we look in the text, we're going to see an unlikely people. We're going to see unlikely plans and we're going to see an unlikely peace. We want Christians to know today that Christians should manifest God's unlikely plans for their lives. Let me say it again. Christians should manifest God's unlikely plans for their lives. We're going to look at this brief video, and then we'll get 
to the one. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. This verse is a crowd favorite. Everybody likes to quote it and talk about how great their life is going to be. But did you know that this is spoken about a specific group of people who had a really hard and difficult situation they were facing? If any verse was ever written to help somebody not give up, it was this one. It was like God was saying, I know your situation is a total mess. I know it looks bad. I know the assignment that I gave you seems impossible, but listen, I know the plans. You can see the now, but I can see the then, and I don't think things will work out. I know they will, because I made the plans. So people stuck in captivity, dudes, hang in there with me because this will get better. And when it comes to your story and my story, God would say the same thing to us. He does not say, I know the plans I have for you and they are 100% easy all the time. No, the plans are to give you hope and a future eventually. Good plans don't equate to an easy journey. The word plans means something in the future, out there in the distance, still a ways off from the current. When a builder draws up the plans, the client dreams about the finished product. But the building process from plans to product is super messy and sometimes the client gets a little nervous, but a good builder will take them back to the plans. Follow the plans through the mess and reach the final product. Plans are just the beginning. You have to walk through the process to get to the intended future. So don't give up when the going gets tough. Don't doubt the good plans God has for you because today isn't feeling so great. The people in captivity that Jeremiah was writing to had a really tough road ahead. You might have a tough assignment, but the plans are good when God's in the story. So don't give up in the process on your way to the payoff. He knows the plans and he is good. Amen. Yes, he is. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. You, a unlikely story. As he said uh, many times, we choose or look at this text and we take it out of context or we don't flush it out to say or to define what it really means. Um, what this text meant was that there was a people that was in captivity and uh, the people that were in uh, captivity were in Babylon, uh, enslaved. As a matter of fact, due to context of the text, uh, God told him at first to make yourself comfortable. Eton's translation, because you're going to be here for a while. Right. And he was. Uh, talking about, and I think I heard the Sunday school teacher say how long it would be. Mm -hmm. how, how long would it be? 70 years. 70 years in captivity. Mm -hmm. 70 years in slavery. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite recent films was well, not really recent now, but it was 12 years a slave. 70 years 
You're going to be in captivity. So what you need to do is to make yourself comfortable. Make yourself at home. Build houses. Have children. Ah, because you're going to be here for a while. And that's why uh, theologians don't like you coming to this verse and believing the pie in the sky. And that's why Sunday school teacher said you don't read Jeremiah too, too often. And he said you don't read Jeremiah too often because of what? It's a book of judgment. Amen. Hell somebody. God will hold you accountable for your sins. Hello, somebody. Yes, sir. Yes, he will. He made the observation. We are like in the days of judges. Everybody's doing what's right in their own eyes. Lord have mercy. Ah, they don't want to get married anymore. They want to just live together. Right. All right. Hello, somebody. Amen. And there are some brothers that don't even want to even go that far. They can't even, they won't even let you define the relationship. So women, oh, describing their relationship, say it's complicated. Yeah. Oh, it ain't that complicated, honey. He ain't committed to you. Right. Hello, somebody. Right, right. Hello, somebody. Mm-hmm. You wonder why you ain't met his mother and brothers. And hello, somebody. You, well. you, you, you the side chick. Hello, I should be met like that. <laughs> Hello, somebody, but people are doing whatever they want to do. We're living in a mad world. And you better not call me the wrong pronoun. Y'all know my pronoun? Hello, somebody. I'm supposed to be he, but it might might be more complicated than that. (laughs) (laughs) At least that's what they say. Hey, everything that looks like a he may not be a he. Uh, maybe identifying as something else. Hello, somebody. <laughs> I said my pronoun is it. <laughs> I was joking, but it is really a pronoun. But people identify themselves as it. Hello, somebody. Hello. We're doing whatever we want to do, making up all kind of rules, no standards. And, 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 and for Christian folk, we're disobeying the word of God. That's the way the worldly folks are supposed to be, but we, we bring that stuff in the church. Oh, Amen. Hello, somebody. And I'll show you that just about Babylon and, and, and but God was saying that, that one day after 70 years, hello, somebody, he had plans for them. Hello, somebody. So for me to be a good theologian, I have to explain the background to this text and let you know it's not just a pie in the sky kind of text where I can just, oh, pace it over my life and just believe God's going to bless me. All right. Mm-hmm. God, the video said it wasn't even really about blessing. Right. Yeah. Hello, somebody. But that's all we like. That's what we bring that stuff in the church. Right. Ah, we like to sing those songs. Open the floodgates of heaven. Let it rain. In 2024, Lord, let it rain. Woo, I might have to join the class. Yeah. I'm probably going to let know that. <laughs> 
guess what? That can be God can have some plans for you, but they don't necessarily mean. Mm, I know you're right. Amen. Mm. Especially if he wants to get glory from your story. Remember, we're making this about you. Uh, is it easier to get glory uh, from your life when things are going perfect? Yeah. All right. Hello, somebody. Amen. Oh, uh, 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 what God like to do? Hello, Joseph. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Put you in slavery. Right. Because right. he got plans for you. Right. Ooh. Mm. Oh, you don't hear that on TV. Right. Yeah. God says, I know the plans and the thoughts I have for you, for you, for you. And for old brother Joseph, it was literally almost 12 years of slave. For real, for real. Right, right. Amen. Hello, somebody. Those were his plans. Did he eventually prosper? Yes, he did. Right. But if you asked him, was it easy? No, no. Hello, somebody. Somebody's going through a hard time, and you have a hard time believing that God wants you to go through this mess, uh, to go through all of this right now. And I'm here to tell you, uh, who knows whether you're called for such a time as this. All right. To carry God's plans. Woo! We only like to plan to prosper. Hello, somebody. But don't you know that you can't be prospering in turbulent times? Amen. Hello, somebody. God has plans for you in 2024 for you. And I'm not saying that these plans are easy. Right. Amen. I'm not saying that in 2024 you won't have any problems, that you won't have any tribulations. But what I can say is that he does have plans for you. Yeah, amen. He he wants to get glory from your life. Uh, And even though you are unlikely, I call them people unlikely for these kind of plans because they were already in captivity. Seventy years, unlikely. You would think God wouldn't have any plans for them because they blew it. They messed up. Somebody blew it in 2023. You messed up and your life is in an uproar because of the mistakes that you made. You know it was you. Hello, somebody. Like some of these quarterbacks we see. That last night through an interception. Guess what? That was on him. Hello, somebody. And other quarterbacks, you'll see. You'll see that make that did. And I remember seeing Tua doing the same thing. He was like, that's on me, man. That's on me on the sidelines. And that's on me. I made the mistakes in 2023. And have you ever noticed that the team don't give up on them when they make mistakes? Hello, somebody. Well, some teams won't. I don't know what they're doing with Russell Wilson. Hello, somebody. <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> Russell Wilson tweeted, God's got me. Yeah, there you go. H- hello, somebody. Right. He tweeted, God's got me. Yeah. Guess what? Mm. Give me 85 million to sit on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> 85 million to be traded. Who trained me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My contract is guaranteed. Don't you know you love and serve the Lord? Yeah. He was about 
him into the playoffs. They, these are bad plans for him. But, but he had to know in the terminal time of his life that God's got me. Hello, somebody. Right. Yes, Don't you know that God's got you? Yes, God. Yes. Yes. Hello, somebody. Yes. Yes. Even when you messed up, even when you blown it, oh, for the second time, because somebody in here just messed up for the second time in their life. He said, preach, don't go into 2024 lying. <laughs> I done blown it the hooting to hello somebody. Time. But God still has plans for folk who are not perfect. Plans for folk who, 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 who made some errors, made some mistakes. Some he still had plans for these folk. They were unlikely people to have plans for. But guess what? God had plans for them. Amen. Woo, he had plans for you. Yes, sir. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And praise the Lord Jeremiah again. 30 and 10. As for you, O Jacob, my servant, do not be afraid, God says to you in 2024. Do not be afraid, declares the Lord, and do not be dismayed because somebody's dismayed because of the trouble, because of the tribulation. Oh, whether it's divine or whether it's self-inflicted, God says as you go into 2024, do not be afraid. Do not be dismayed. Oh, Israel, that's you. Say, put your name there. For I will surely save you out of what? A distant place. God is going to save you out of this distant place that you find yourself in emotionally. God's going to save you from this distant place. Oh, from your family, from your friends. Oh, in your marriage. Oh, you may feel distant at work. You may feel disconnected. But God says today, I'm going to save you out of this distant place. And God did it for them after 70 years because he had plans for them. Hello, somebody. He has plans for you in 2024. You've got to continue to serve him in Jesus name. Yes, I'm unlikely. Yeah, I'm likely. I'm like old brother Pete. I, I done blowed it several times. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm unlikely. I'm I, 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 I'm like old brother David. I done I done messed up. Hello, somebody. We get on him for being on one rooftop. Some of us been on 25, 50, 70 rooftops. Hello, somebody. I blown it. Yeah. In this life. I'm unlikely, but guess what? God still has plans for me in 2020. Oh, for in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. Uh, and I like that bit of history the Sunday school teacher gave us. It was a year. Anybody remember that year he talked about? Which was it? Somebody said 49. 48. 48? What happened? Right. Israel, out of the blue, he started bringing them back. Hello, somebody. And they became a nation. Oh, this wasn't the first time he brought them back. Right. Amen. 
His grace and mercy extends as long as you're willing to serve him. His grace and mercy extends even into this life. He's a real God. He's a God of history. That's why we like to tell you about the history because really history is his story. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Hey, he said, I'll bring you out of distant places and your descendants from what the land of their captivity. Somebody's being brought out in Jesus' name. You've been captured. Oh, to drugs. You've been captured. To alcohol. You've been captured. Oh, to ungodly relationships. To smoking and cigarettes. I know most of us don't believe in making resolutions, but some of us all oh, are in captivity. Oh, and it's all right to think that you want God to bring you out of captivity. That stuff has been killing you. That stuff has been all oh, misusing and abusing you. You've been captive. And God says in 2024, I'm going to bring you out in Jesus' name. Out of unemployment. Hello, somebody. Out of divorce. Hello, somebody. Out of bankruptcy. Hello, somebody. God says, I'm going to bring you out in Jesus' name. Oh, if I was really preaching this, I'd say, say to your neighbor, neighbor, oh, neighbor, say, God, I'm bringing you back. Hello, somebody. I think I'm going to do that tonight, so I'm going to say that. Unlikely. You are the unlikely person in the story. It's you. Oh. Point number two, unlikely plan. I, I, for I know the plans and thoughts I have for you. And this is why it's easy in hermeneutics to, to say that, hey, maybe this text is not talking to me specifically, but the one thing I do know about my God is he does things in decency and order. One thing I know about my God is that everything he made, he had plans for. Let me say it again. Everything he made, he had plans for. And we think, oh, man, Oh, these rats, man. Uh, I don't know why God created rats. Don't you know rats are God's filters? I don't know what his plans for buzzards are. Don't you know buzzards are God's filters? All right. Mm. Ooh. Everything God made, he had plans for. All right. Amen. H- hello, somebody. Let me say it again. Everything he made, he had plans for. And guess what? He had plans for you. Yes, Lord. You may have been a mistake for your mama and your daddy. But God says that I formed you in your mother's womb. He says, I have plans for you. Nobody in your life, oh, may have told you all that you have any value. They may have talked you down all of your life, never recognized any talents, gifts, or abilities that you have. As a matter of fact, some of you have so uh, much uh, low self-esteem because of where you came from because uh, nobody around you had the insights or the abilities to tell you why you were born. To tell you that God has plans for you, thoughts for you. Oh, when nobody else was thinking of you or about you, God has plans for you. Yes, he does. Everything he made, he has plans. Yes, everything. 
and, and I would encourage you this next year uh, to discover God's plans for your life. Mm-hmm. To discover God's purpose for your life. Mm-hmm. So true. Hello, somebody. Mm-hmm. One of the most foundational things that I learned from Dr. Tony Evans. He said that if you're going to work and you hate it, you can't stand it, you're probably not living out God's plans for your life. Well, <laughs> my Lord. And that messed me up. Mm. And, I, and I gave my life over to God and I said, God, oh, whatever you have for me, I want to live out your purpose for my life and undoubtedly I know I'm living in the purpose because I, oh I love what I do hello somebody I love people hello somebody but I had to be willing oh to submit to his plans for my life yeah. you know guess what I ain't want nothing to do with no preaching or pastoring at all All right, yes, sir. but God has plans for me yeah, that's it. and I had to surrender I had to surrender. I had to throw in the white towel and say, Lord, whatever you have for me, I want to live in. Wherever you want me to go, I'll go. I would have never fought back then. And I would have left Dallas, Texas. Boy, I loved my city. Like some of y'all love West Ham. Hell, somebody. Some of y'all grew up on Tough Street. Oh, I grew up in Oak Cliff. Hell, you better recognize Oak Cliff, Texas, boy. <laughs> you know when you get mad and get out the spirit, you tell folk where you're from. You better recognize, boy. I'm from Tough Street. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Loved it. Loved it with all of my heart. But I fell in love with God. All right. Hello, somebody. And when I fell in love with God, he could tell me anything. He could tell me any place to go. Hello, somebody. Are you in love with God? All right. Good question. Can he get you out of yourself? Can he get you out of your own plans for your life? One preacher, nationally known preacher, uh, announced plans that he was going to retire. And if you know anything about me, I, you know, I'm raising my, oh, really? Can you retire from what God called you to do? Can you retire? I don't ever plan to retire. All right. Okay. Now, if I have to slow down, I'll slow down. But, 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 but even, even in that, I don't want to slow down. <laughs> but if I have to, but I don't ever want to retire. Because I don't believe that's biblical. I mean, in what I do. Right, yeah. yeah. What I do. Yes, sir. My calling. You know, because some of y'all need to retire. Hell, somebody. <laughs> you have less stress. <laughs> Be able to sleep through the night. (laughs) It's you. Remember, it's plans for you. God's plan for you is not your plan for me. Hello, somebody. So you got to manifest this in your life, what God has called you to do. But anyway, I use that story to say, I think it was like three or four months later, he he announced that he wasn't retiring. Mm -hmm. 
Because it wasn't God's plans for his life. That was his plan. Right, yeah, yeah. Wanted to retire. Yeah. Hello, somebody. And live in warm weather somewhere out there in the Caribbean. My wife wanted to retire to Jamaica. <laughs> she would love to retire to Jamaica. Yeah, man, I might like that too. Hey, we can start a church in Jamaica. Hey, then I'm not retired and still working. Hello, somebody. <laughs> but God has plans for you individually. Right. Don't ever let anybody say that your life wasn't a plan from God because they devalue you by saying that. That's what they devalue you. Some of you need to have some what I call Christ esteem. Don't you know God has a healthy uh, self-esteem? He has a healthy self-esteem. He don't think you should worship nobody else. right. Just like that woman in a marriage. Don't think you should be with anybody else. Don't you know who you with? You already won the prize. All right. Hello, All right. somebody. Right. right. God has plans for you. Mm-hmm. Like we said, it's not necessarily going to be easy. Right, right. This ministry, the call to ministry, is not easy. Right. Hello, somebody. As a matter of fact, I done got a few great hairs from, from this. <laughs> but uh, God has plans. I'd rather be in his plans with great hair than outside of him. Hello, somebody. Right. Not to have a stroke and a heart attack. Hello, right. somebody. Yeah. We want you to go in 2024 knowing that it, it, it may be unlikely plans. Unlikely to you, not unlikely to God. Right. right. My right. life is so unlikely, it's pitiful. And I'm so glad he had thoughts about me. All right. Amen. I'm so glad he had plans for me. Yeah. Boy, I'm just so excited, boy. I said, Lord, I ain't had no good sense to know the coming to the Bethlehem Baptist Church here in Paul's Valley. Oklahoma could be such a blessing to me. Had no clue, no idea that he, but he had plans. All right. And for me, I have been prospering. Hello, somebody. Hell, somebody. All right. In Jesus' name. Let me. What time? I'm not telling you. <laughs> <laughs> Psalms 40 and 5. Many, O oh Lord, my God, are the wonders you have done, the plans you have for us. None can compare to you. If I proclaim and declare them, they are worth more than I can count. God has, oh, so many plans for your life. God has, oh, so many blessings. Oh, God has, the psalmist said, I can't even declare it. I can't count it all. Hell, son. All right. When Thanksgiving and really all the time, you need to count your blessings. Right. Amen. Hello, somebody. Count your blessings and, and start numbering among them. And I used to wonder why old folk used to always say, I thank God for my health and strength. 
See, as a young man, that wasn't an issue. <laughs> but the older you get, hello, somebody. Your health is strength. I used to wonder why the old folks used to say, I woke up in my right mind and tell, hello, somebody. Some days I don't wake up in my right mind. Hello, somebody. My wife will tell you, you, you might need to leave that boy alone until he get his coffee. <laughs> Because he don't wake up in his right mind. <laughs> Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. God has plans for you. Now, like we say, it ain't going to be easy. You know, we were supposed to go in last night to Dallas Cowboy. You know, we ain't never lost at home. Big night. Jimmy was going to get put in the ring of honor. A big night. We usually score 40-something points. A big night. Hey, they won. But they won the way they planned. <laughs> somebody say they got that game. That game got game away. Hell, somebody. <laughs> On that call. I wasn't too mad. <laughs> but anything you, 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 you have, any plans that you have, the devil ain't just going to let you make it. He don't care that you're on your own field. He don't care that you ain't never lost there this year. Oh, he's going to come at you, and he's going to try to take everything that God says that you can have. And you've got to be willing in 2024 to not give up, to keep fighting, oh, to keep going, to keep all oh, hope alive in the midst of the darkness. Oh, it's going to be a fight in 2024. But guess what? If you don't give up, you'll win in the end. Hello, somebody. I said, if you don't give up, you'll win in the end because these are God's plans. Hello, somebody. God's plans for you. Unlike people. Unlike the plans, this last point. Then we'll go home. Unlikely peace. For I know the plans and thoughts that I have for you, says the Lord. Plans for peace and well-being and not for disaster. To give you a future and a hope. You telling me that I'm in the Gaza Strip? And you saying you got plans for peace and well-being? <coughs> you telling me that my people got kidnapped by Hamas and you and it would be just like the same. That's when the word came to them. While uh, they were in captivity. While they were doing their 70 years. God says, uh, and to which, uh, oh, he wants to manifest hope. Basically, he was saying, you may not be in peace right now. Oh, it may seem like you don't have any well-being. Uh, but if you stick with my plans, oh, it won't be a disaster. Because you're looking after now. That's that Luther Vandross theology. Here and now. <laughs> You're looking at the here and now. 
And you like Luther, Luther Vandross said, a chair is still a chair, even when there's no one living. You're depressed, but a house is not a home. Oh, anyway, let me come on back. Let me come on back. Let me come on back. <laughs> you're, you're looking at that house not being a home right now, but God says, I got plans for you. Oh, God says, oh, you may be looking at dark times right now, but I got plans for you. And if you don't give up, oh, there's a future. Oh, the future is so bright. Oh, that you got to rest chains in Jesus' name. Future in a hope. Yeah. Hello, somebody. And this morning, God wants to send you in 2024. 20, oh, with a future in a hope. Even though 2023 may have been a bad time for you. Look forward to 2024. Believing um, that I got a future. And knowing that I got some hope up in here. Up in here. I got some hope. Uh, one time I preached this sermon about, uh, I don't know the statistics, it's just popping in my head, so I'll talk kind of around it. Uh, but. This scientist put a rat in some water, put that rat in darkness, and I think he said he, the, the, the rat swimmed for, I think they said about two or three hours in the dark. And they said that the, uh, the next test they did, they put a rat in some water, and, and they put just a white beam. A, 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 a light beam in the midst of the darkness. And, and I think they said that rat swam for over 36 hours. Because he could see the light and he could have hope. Yeah. All right. Woo! God is saying for somebody today, oh, I know you've had a hard 2023. I know you've been thinking about giving up. Oh, I know it's a holiday season where many folk will oh, commit suicide and become depressed and lonely and alone. But God says today that there is hope for you. God says I've got a beam of light and all you got to do is to keep your head above the water and keep swimming. Oh, keep your head above the water and keep hoping. Keep your head above the water and know that God is on your side and if God be for you yes. he's more than the world against you oh let me say it again if God is for you oh you better keep on swimming if God has plans for you you better keep on living if God has plans for you you better keep on hoping in Jesus name in Jesus name Bethlehem Saints of God in the vision. Yes. You may be an unlikely people. You may have unlikely plans for your life. But you need to keep this peace. Best illustration of, of peace is uh, the center of an eye in a hurricane. That always mystified me. One of the most powerful right. earthly disasters that you can go through. A category five hurricane. Yeah. 
come in off the land. Oh, and it is ripping and tearing everything apart. Right. But in the middle of that storm, mm -hmm. is what they call the eye piece. Hello, somebody. Right. And God says that's where you need to be. That's what I'm going to do for you this next year. I'm not saying that there won't be any storms. I'm not saying that there won't be any trials or tribulation. But what I'm saying is, oh, that I can give you an unlikely peace. Oh, in the midst of the storm, peace. In the midst of the trials, peace. In the midst of the tribulation, oh, peace. In the midst of a lost and dying world where people have lost their minds up in here, up in here, God can give you peace. In Jesus' name. I'm out of time. All eyes closed, heads about, saints of God. Yes, Lord. I want to take this opportunity to extend the Prince of Peace to some today who may not know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. You may not know the God that I'm talking about who I says that have plans for you. And the first part of his plan is that, is that you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You must believe all oh, by your heart and by your will that, that God sent his only son when we, we celebrated this last year, for God, uh, last week, uh, uh, with the Christmas story, Jesus being born and Bethlehem being born to die wrapped in swaddling clothes. Uh, he was wrapped in swaddling clothes because he was born to die for your sins and my sins because God had plans for Jesus. Hello, somebody. And Jesus manifests God's plans to die for the sins of the world. And today, if you believe that Jesus Christ is God's only son, that he died for your sins, was buried and raised again on the third day, then today you can be saved. Sip out of your seat right now and we'll lead you in the prayer of salvation. I want you to slip out of your seat right now. Come on, come on. I know I'm out of time, but we'll wait for you. We've been praying for you. We'll wait for you for this. Is there one? There may be another decision that you have to make. Maybe a decision to be baptized. You've accepted him. But you didn't follow the first step of obedience, which is to be baptized. And if you slip out of your seats, come forth and we'll be happy to baptize you. The first step of obedience is baptism. Perhaps there's somebody here today and you don't have a church home. We would love for you to be a part of the family of God right here at the Bethlehem Baptist Church. All you have to do is come forth and we'll extend that right hand of fellowship and welcome you to the body of Christ right here at the Bethlehem Baptist Church. And what a way to start the new year outright is to be in this place. You can become a member today. Maybe you need prayer. Maybe you need to rededicate your life. Maybe you need to accept I always like to say a call to preach, but a call to serve. You're not doing anything for God. Don't you know that God has plans for you? 
for the body of Christ right here for you to serve in some capacity, some kind of way to use your gifts, talents, and abilities for the body of Christ right here at the Bethlehem Baptist Church. Any of these decisions? Is there one today? Is there one? I'm not going to tarry long. These are decisions that don't necessarily have to be made in public because baptism, the first public profession, is baptism. So, amen, sister. Is there another? You're listening to a word from the Lord, the podcast. Again, my name is Pastor Michael E. Tan. And before we leave today's program, I want to take this opportunity to let you know the greatest story ever told. The Bible says that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And if you're listening and you don't ever remember a time where you've prayed that prayer of salvation, where you ask Jesus Christ to be in your heart, uh, to come into your heart, where you believe that he died for your sins, was buried and raised again on the third day, then today can be that time. All you have to do is pray after me or pray with me this prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I come today believing that you are God's only son and God's only way to enter into a personal relationship. I believe today that Jesus is God's only son, that he was buried and raised again on the third day so that today I may be saved. Come into my heart, come into my life, take over my will. In Jesus' name, amen. And praise the Lord. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, you're anywhere near Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. You've been born into the body of Christ right here at the Bethlehem Baptist Church. I want to see you in the service this coming Sunday at the 11 a.m. service. We start at 11 o'clock. Bring a family member or a friend. And I'm not inviting you to church. I'm telling you to come home because you've been born into the body of Christ right here. And if you are not in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma or driving distance, we're praying that you will find a church home. That's your priority right now. You have to find a church home. Holy Spirit, which was given to you when you pray that prayer, is going to lead and guide you to the right place. And in that place, after the preach, preach, I want you to go down and let them know you've prayed to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you need a church home. Again, I want to thank you for listening to A Word from the Lord. Again, visit our website at awftl with drmichaelkimberleyeton.org. Get to know our vision. And also there, you can support our ministry. If God has moved this, moved in a way that you just have to give, visit that website, awftl with pastormichaelkimberleyeton.org. We have several ways that you can give to PayPal, paypal.me backslash a word from the Lord. We have also Cash App, a dollar sign, a word from the Lord. And also there are books that you can buy to support the ministry. This month, uh, we're adding or letting you, making available uh, John on the Run, which is a series that I am preaching on the a Word from the Lord TV. So you can get that book or Secret to Your Best Life. Visit the website and support us. 
We want to thank you for listening today. And may God bless you and keep you is my prayer.